and welcome to another week of Believers in Real Life. I'm Keisha, and I am reading again from All Along Your Blooming, Thoughts for a Boundless Living. Um, let's see here. When you are exhausted trying to choose which door is best for you, and you fear that if you do not make the right choice at a wall of 100 doors, slow down and remember, within the light, you will not feel. Once you begin to see how light spills through, no matter which door you choose, you will have confidence to meet any challenges that lie ahead. And even when your mind is filled with questions, your heart is filled with joy. You are learning to see that in every corner, on every wall, there are lessons in them all, and you are free to walk with confidence through whatever door before you that leads to new life. You have traveled so far, and you choose again today to walk in the light. This week's podcast was pretty good. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it blesses you. And as always, share with your friends. Like, we totally appreciate it. We totally appreciate the support. Um, And we're getting better and better each episode. So drop us a comment if you liked it, if you didn't like it. Um, Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Hello, Believers, and welcome to another episode of Believers in Real Life Podcast. It's giving back. It's giving very unbreak my heart. Do I sound like Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So for those who are listening on the podcast, y'all don't know, but Keisha, she didn't cut all her dreadlocks off. Listen. And then went and got a about it more off the air because these people don't care but i i'm okay, very I'm sorry, happy y'all. i'm, very I'm sorry happy. y'all yeah yeah moving right along <laughs> so today's podcast um it was a bit of a blur for me um when i came up with it i was in the midst of how i was feeling like i was in the moment and keisha had called and was like okay so what's on what we're gonna do for the podcast now it's like this because yes and so she didn't know that I was going through at that moment. Like, oh my God, y'all are, I'm about to pull my hair out. I ain't even got no hair. I'm about to pull my hair out. And so um, the name of the, well, I guess not the name, but what we will be talking about is um, facing adversity under pressure. Mm-hmm. Wow. When she told me that, yeah. I was like, my initial response was, um, I don't want it. I don't want to do it. Um, but since India has brought that up, like I, I today, this today, I was reading this book and after researching yesterday and the day before, I was like, I want to go on a spiritual journey. And y'all, I don't know what that looks like yet. And I haven't told my best friend about it yet. So y'all will hear about it after I talk to her about it. But I, it really did bring some, my initial response to what she said 
scared me. So I was like, okay, there's something in there that I need to explore because that shouldn't be an issue. But I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to do it now and see where it, what I can learn from it, basically. So I'm, I'm ready to do yeah. it. Yeah. That, I just, y'all know, okay, so y'all heard me when I said, like, it was a bit of a blur because the day that I said it, after that, it was like, as soon as I, as soon as I told Keisha what the title was, it was gone for me. Like, all right, I'm good now. So it was like, I'm really good. <laughs> I didn't think about it no more. I didn't care about it no more. It was like, okay, over it. I had got over whatever adversity that I was in in that moment or whatever was, whatever challenge that was before me in that moment, I was done with it. And so when she was like, all right, bitch, when you reading, you got it. And I was like, no, no. Hold on, well, what was what was the topic again? Mino Bertha, Mino Bertha there. <laughs> no, a little bit of a Bertha. I had a little bit of a Bertha moment, but I had been not even realizing it. Un, I was in, under pressure all week, or in an in an adversity from the time that I talked to her all the way until right now. I was just in it, and I was like, man, and I realized like I wasn't folding. I wasn't like, I was still kind of frustrated a little bit, but I was still moving. And so um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was how do you handle it? You know, mm -hmm. when you get into adversity, when you have an adversity, because you can't, you're not getting into it, but when adversity comes before you, how are you handling that? Mm -hmm. How do you, um, how do you, how do I say it, Keisha? What am I trying to say? I'm trying to do something to this thing and it ain't working. How do you, I mean, who are you in adversity? Like we can all pretend like we are these perfect Christians and we have it all figured out. But as soon as adversity hits, who are you truly? I don't know if that's what you're trying to say, India, but like, yes. that's who you truly are. Whoever shows up in that moment, I think that's who you are. Like, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, it's hard to admit, but like that is who you are and those, and that's, who you need to work on because are you patient during that time do you have faith during that time it's easy to have faith when nothing's going on like duh Man. everybody knows that so i'm chilling so what yeah all right so i had uh looked up the definition of adversity me too <laughs> literally god because y'all we usually do it we always do this from the bible that's that's our foundation but this week god took me to the dictionary like first of all you little girl, little hard-headed little girl, need to look up what adversity even means because you don't even know why you're trying to talk. So I was obedient, and I looked it up too, India. I looked it up too. That's so dope. I like because I was still trying to figure it all out, y'all. I really was, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna. I am a go with the what is it? Fly off the seat of my pants. <laughs> yes. Fly by the seat. I'm fly by the seat of my pants. Yes. Typically, don't want to plan anything. Definitely don't want to study, but um, this podcast, it forces me to get into the word in a way that I, on my own, probably wouldn't just because I'm living, like I'm really living life or whatever. And so it's like, man, this is the, the best accountability that I could ever have. Um, and more so the best opportunity to be in God's face. So it shouldn't be the only opportunity, but at this point right now, Definition says adversity, state of hardship, difficult circumstances, and misfortune. Yep. And then I looked up pressure, 
because these are the things that we're dealing with. Adversity, pressure. And pressure jacked me up. <laughs> tell me because I didn't look up pressure, so tell me because I want to know. Okay. Listen, pressure says the applying of constant physical or mental forces mm. or to persuade. The persuade part wasn't that big for me. What was big for me was the constant, just the word constant, the applying of constant. So that means it's going to be over and over. And remember, I told y'all that it was from the beginning, from the moment that me and Keisha talked about um, whatever this podcast was going to be, uh, be about up until this very second, this very moment, right before we got on this podcast, I had been, it had been just coming, 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 coming. And I had still been moving. Um, I don't know how God did that for me, but he, he taught me somehow, some way, how to keep moving in the midst of it, right? And so when I looked up that, I was like, whoo, God, okay, this is what this is, applying constant physical forces, applying constant mental forces, because a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is, it, it starts in the mind. So it's like when you start having these battles here in the mind, mm -hmm. your physical starts to feel the pressure along with your mental because now you ain't getting rest. Now you're not, you know, you're not eating right or you're eating bad, whatever that looks like. You have some things that your body is responding to because of your mental pressure, the mental force in the midst of, Hardship, difficult circumstances, or misfortune. Those things right there, I'm watching how our world has responded and reacted to hardships, difficult circumstances, and misfortune because of a constant applying of a physical pressure, force, whatever that is. Keisha, like, <laughs> I am outdone with it, but I'm like, okay, God, now, now tell me how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to go forward? You know, because now I didn't already told you, I've been walking it out, been living it out, but without me knowing I've been doing that, I've also allowed the word to read to me. I've allowed the word to, to be hidden in my heart so that I might not sin against it. I've allowed the word to, to, to clean me. And, and to bathe me or whatever in the water of his word. But why am I now just doing this like out of a like repetition? Mm. It's because of that, what I just said. Mm. Because there was a time when the water bathed me and it showered me and it fed me and it clothed me. It literally did everything that I needed it to do in the spirit that I would physically do with, you know, physical food, physical clothes, physical, you know, money to take care of certain things. And so here's a, uh, the scripture that, uh, the first scripture that God gave me, this is going to be a short podcast today, y'all. So yeah, right now, <laughs> or it's not, you never know, <laughs> whatever. So Joshua one and nine is the first scripture that I, uh, that I went to dealing with adversity. Right. And, um, it says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That was 
the thing or the word that kept that kept me still moving throughout the week while adversity is hitting me, while, you know, circumstances that are completely out of my control are constantly coming up against me, right? So I'm not thinking about this scripture, but this is the scripture that for several years, God kept reading it over and over to me, like, no, be encouraged. Don't get discouraged right here. I know this is hard. I know this is tough. Even when it came to like salvation for my friends and um, for my family, it started to get tough because the backlash I'm getting from constantly being like, okay, I'm not badgering them with the word, but I'm being the light in front of them. That wasn't, that wasn't fun for them. Cause they like, well, why you not? <laughs> so I'm getting adversity thrown my way from people who I'm trying to help. Cause that's one of the things it's like, you already you trying to be a help and you still getting punched in the gut. I'm trying to feed the community and y'all come and steal our generators. I'm trying to, you know, be a blessing to to this and to that. And y'all come and punch me in the face like I didn't. Like, I'm not, what did I, what did I do? What did I do wrong? But God, in this, he sends somebody to go. I want you to go. Well, wait a minute. You're telling me to go and it's all these people. Who, how am I, what is about to happen? What you mean go? Hey, why are you telling me to go? What am I going to do when I get there? I don't even. And he says, have I not commanded you? Did I not command you to go? Did I command you to do this, Keisha? Did I command you to start little girl's big dreams? Yeah. Did I command you to yeah. go, you know, be a blessing in the community? Did I command you to do that? Okay. So now that you, now that I commanded you to do that, how long is it going to take you to go? That's one thing. And are you going to allow the pressure to get you discouraged? Because he said, be strong, be of good courage. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Because I'm there with you. Yeah. And just remembering that in those moments. Um, India, you said something, but there's a couple things. But you said something, um, because I've been dealing with it. I've been dealing with how I handle adversity under pressure in my life or God's been dealing with me because I'm not dealing with nothing. God's been dealing with me. So it revealed to me a lot of things, but I want to go back to something that you said. You said, why when you're out here trying to do something good, not even, let's not even focus on India, but it's like, why when I'm out here trying to do something good, am I getting my generator stolen or people are constantly against me? One thing that I found to be completely true is um, without adversity, I read an article, by the way, by a pastor, I don't know what his name is, but it says, uh, it said, without adversity, we would never take a moment to reevaluate our approach in life with God. Adversity humbles us. It will have us calling out. So while I'm thinking I'm living right and I'm doing a great job as a Christian, what do you mean? Like, excuse me, I'm I'm great. You, you can't tell me nothing. And then something happens to where I got to pray to God. That's what he wants. And it's not because he's like this, arrogant, you know, all in your face, none of that. It's because he wants you to talk to him. And if without adversity, will we ever pray? No, we would just, we would just, <laughs> well, you said it had to be a fast podcast. So I had to get to it. So we would, we would just live. I know I, I can't speak for nobody else. We would just live our lives. Um, Adversity keeps us accountable. It, it's something that we don't want, but it's things that we need. Like, your mom or father or dad used to tell you, this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. 
I'm a I'm a strong believer in kid and um Indian knows I don't spank my kids, but I do believe that kids like to get spankings. I think they like it. I think they enjoy it. I'm not beating them at all, but like I think that in order to keep order, there are there are times in their life that they just want to spank and they just need it to get back in line. And we're no different. We are no different. It's crazy that you say that, Keisha, because there is it's certain people who, because they didn't get disciplined early on, they didn't understand the level of love that parents give through discipline. Ooh. Don't say that to me now. Don't say that. Now, I just said I don't whoop them kids. Now they don't think I love them. I'm a dis- I'm a I'm gonna punch Riley in her back when I see her. I'm gonna have to just punch her in the chest. <laughs> you know I love you, girl. That's why I punched you. No, but I feel you. I feel you. Because I love you. But no, it's like, and it's it's it doesn't even say about like just whoopings that causes you to feel like you're being loved. It's literally the fact that I care so much about you that what you're doing, I need you to understand it's hurting you. This mm-hmm. is not good for you. And so, therefore, there's consequences because the kids who didn't, and they did some bad, like I, my son, you know, he's a piece of work sometimes. Your son is a, is, a, is, a, is a living human being. He really is. He really is. And with that, I had to discipline him early. But my son is so self-sufficient. My son is one of the most brilliant kids you'll ever meet. My son is very like when it comes to humility, he's super humble. He he understands the struggle. He respectful. understands that yes, and he respects the struggle. He respects every piece of the struggle and he he uses moments that he's had to endure on his own throughout his own adversities to help other people. Other kids, he's like, Ma, I had to talk to my, my homeboy. He doing X, Y, and Z, yada, yada, yada. But it was his adversity and the pressure that came down on him that made him be able to go back to somebody else who's the probably the same exact age as him and be like, bro, nah. Nah, this ain't that it. Ain't it. Yeah. This ain't the move. That ain't the move. I get, I get what I'm doing, but this is what me, what I'm doing is what I don't want you to do. And it's like, wow. Son, you you getting it. You getting it. But it wasn't until he had the adversity, the pressure of the adversity that hit him, that made him understand, yeah, this right here, I might have to do something different. Yeah. I might have to, you know, I might have to approach it differently. One of the things that I, I had wrote down was in the face of adversity, will pressure make you fold or will it make you stand tall? Mm. Some pressure some some adversity will have you doubled over stomach hurt make you not want to even do nothing for the rest of the week for the rest of the day make you want to lay in the bed that's where um the the depression and all of that stuff it 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 stems from me not understanding or not even being taught how to stand tall in the face of adversity how to keep moving although all of this stuff has happened we have all right so this is just a scenario at the restaurant Pot of beans fall on the floor, and I mean, just made this hot pot of beans, and every hot, 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 hot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that sound yeah. you make when it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hot, 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 hot beans on the floor. We only got two cans of beans left. All the beans on the floor. Mm. All the beans on the floor, and we needed those beans right now. What do you do? <laughs> We now that type of thing that happens. It happens. I'll be in me, India Monique. I 
in that moment, I'd be like, are you serious? <laughs> but my sister, I, and we, I know I talk about my sister a lot, y'all. I'm scared of my best friend. <laughs> so my sister, she's the one who will be like, ain't nothing we can do about it, dog. We got to keep moving. We just have to figure it out. And I'm over there still in my bag a little bit like, man, what? I can't. Now what? Now tell me how you, now how did you just drop this whole pot? Did you not have your head? So I want to figure out how you got to. You want to know why it happened. You want to know I'll, how we got to this place. Don't matter. Right. We here now, though. But then you, it's, that's the thing. It don't change nothing. You know all the details about it. I even think about that when, um, when I get to a place or when we get to a place of like a repetitive scene that we keep doing and it's like, a conversation that Keisha and myself will have every once in a while. She'll be like, so how did we get here? Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that time? Yes, we need to go back and dissect it. But in the moment where you have to just keep moving, man, it's not time to go and read, you know, try and figure out how we got here. Nah, this is the time you got to keep moving. You cannot let what just happened to you fold you. You can't let the fact that, you know, somebody yeah you might want to get a gun but somebody just shot at the house next door to yours you can't let that can't make you you know that shouldn't make you fold that shouldn't make you be like oh my god i ain't going outside no more you know what I, i'm not gonna let my kids play outside no more i'm not gonna so you don't know what happened over there you don't know what's going on over, over there uh, in you know betty ray house you don't know what's going on in betty ray house betty ray may have some beef she may have a little the beef out either way we we have to be careful of the things that we allow to just stop us dead in our tracks and we don't keep moving. You cannot stop moving. I agree. You got to keep going. But yeah. the point of the best way to avoid that again is to review once you get to a place where you can, like India said, how did we get here? Like, I don't want to go through this ever again. I want to know. I don't want to go through this particular issue or adversity ever again. I want to know how we got here because adversity is going to come regardless. And I know that Indy had mentioned earlier, like a lot of people just don't know how to deal with it, especially not under pressure because, you know, every traffic is adverse. Um, waiting in line at Starbucks is adverse. All these things get on personally my nerves. But how can we, you know, how can we move forward from that? Or how do we deal with that? Like, you just, it's going to happen every day. You're going to get things big and small that get on your last nerve. And I think that for me personally, um, I definitely, I definitely, I would like to tell myself I shy away from adversity, but that doesn't keep it from coming to me. So then I had to dig deeper and think like, no, it still comes to you. So how do you deal with it? Honestly, I just, and I, this is advice for everybody out there. God's plan is just better than mine. Like it sucks that I have to go through what this, this, that, and the other, or whatever I'm going through. But I have to keep faith and, and hold strong. And this is this is what my first lady actually said uh Wednesday during Bible study. It last Wednesday was no Sunday, excuse me, church. God's plan is better than mine. Period. The end. In the story, in the chapter, into all that. It's just better than, and that's hard because that's hard when you're in it. That's hard to hold on to when you're in it. And there are tons of Bible stories about how people were literally in it. Who, what was the brother's name? Meshach, Abednego. What's, what's the names? You know their names. Y'all know their names. Meshach 
and a bad negro <laughs> and, and indigo okay no um they were thrown in in the furnace and yeah. started praying i would have been like yo Wait, what <laughs> we about to die please god no you know what i would i would have been crying out though i would have been crying out i would have been crying i would have been Today. Exactly how that went, how, how that story ends. But I know there. I have another oh, story. They came out on the other side. They came out on the other side. Right. They actually came. Not smelling like smoke. Jesus showed up in the furnace with them because they was praying. They was probably holding hands, saying, "Hey, God, if you get me out of this." <laughs> always that. Always that. Always. But like when you come out on the other side, usually, typically, in in another story in the Bible that I of, of verses that I wrote down that. It's in Acts 16, chapters 24 to 34. I won't read it. But they came out on the other side and then it caused other people to be like, oh my, okay. If they went through this, then God has to be real. Like this is not a hoax. Like there's no other uh, explanation for them coming out okay than for God to be a real person. I want to see what this is about. So what you're going through is definitely, it's, it's good for you and it's good for those people around you. And that nobody wants to hear that when you lose a loved one or when oh. you um are getting evicted or you're getting your house foreclosed on or any of the huge you know the or even what's happening right now to haitian people um it's oh, like God. i mean i could name so many things guys like the <laughs> our world is just like she said adversity the world is adversity right now yeah it's hard yeah. to it's hard to hold on to those things because it's like, but I know what you said, God, but this is what the world is telling me or this is what the world is showing me. This is what my bank account looks like. This is what I'm dealing with right now. Like, when you coming? Yeah. When you coming? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. All I can say is God's plan. We got all the answers, Sway. I don't. <laughs> God's plan is better than our own. Like, no. And even if we try to go our own way, he's going to. Add some more adversity to bring us right back. Like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Stay in this yeah. for a minute. Learn your lesson from this for just a minute. Sometimes it's not even a lesson. Not even. Not, don't let me say lesson. I take that back. Stay in it for a minute. I have something bigger for you on the other side. Oh. Who wants to wait? Who wants to give up the teddy bear, though? Who wants to give up that teddy bear to get the bigger teddy bear? Who wants to do that? This teddy bear has been comfort for me. You know, there's that meme that yeah. you got. We've all seen that dang on cartoon, that dang on thing. You know, you've seen it. And 
And so who wants to, because you don't know what's going to happen. No. Nope. All you know, like, <laughs> this is working out. Now, I can give you this testimony because maybe there was a time where working out was like a death sentence for me. I work out faithfully now, but it was a death sentence. And so when I would work out, um, it's always been like a place of worship for me um because i'm always calling on god like i need you to help me with this because i am about to die you know you always feel like you have to die when you're working out always you working out i hate I always feel like you're about to die. but my mind would always be like this is never going to end you're never going to be finished that's the enemy you're never going to be finished with this and so the enemy could make me stop prematurely because he keeps telling me you know you're not about you know you're not nowhere near close to being done you know you ain't even like hit the tip of the iceberg. You ain't even close. Why don't you just quit? Why don't you just give up? See, that's the pre that's that's one of the the pressures, the mental force. Because now you have to fight this battle in your mind yep. in order to win the physical battle side. You gotta you gotta fight it there. And so he constantly telling you, nope, you know, you she said you got twenty five push ups. You know your body only gonna let you do ten. But she said you gotta do twenty five. And I'm like, whew, okay, now you got to do this, doubt. You got to do this. So there is something um, in us that should automatically click because of our relationship with the Father, but sometimes it just don't. Sometimes it just don't. And so we have to actively walk out faith and walk out or walk through adversity all the time, telling ourselves, nope, you got this. Nope, you got this. Because the Word said, don't be dismayed. Don't get discouraged. It says so many times in the Bible about not being discouraged, mm-hmm. not getting, you know, just stay encouraged right here. Don't get discouraged. Um, let me see. This is what Deuteronomy 31 and 6, it says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. There you go. Be strong and of good courage. It's that part that that's the the mental reminder or the affirmation that I have to continue to say, that you have to continue to say, be strong right here, man. I know you want to give in. I know you want to give up. I know you want to, oh, that's talking to me right there. I know you want to be done with this. I know you want to be done with it. But but you got to hold on just a little while longer because you're not by yourself. You got to hold on. This podcast is because you ain't by yourself. Nope. You ain't the only person out here trying to be a, you know, trying to be a good, what they call a good Christian, heavy air quotes, heavy air quotes, a good Christian, a good believer, a good daughter, a good son. Man, we all out here. There's so many of us out here really, 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 really trying. And sometimes it gets hard. And that's why this podcast has to come. How are you going to handle the pressure? When you in adversity, how are you gonna walk through the pressure when you in adversity? And on that note, we will be right back. Are you looking to get a jump start on your healthy eating journey before the new year starts? I know I am, and I have got to tell you about Maddie's vegan food. Listen. They are amazing. They're located on 633 East 63rd Street in Suite 
number 110. If it's a Black-owned, female-owned business, their hours are Wednesday 9 to 3, Thursday and Friday 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Saturday 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is some of the best vegan food that I've ever tasted in my entire life. I mean, they have nachos there. And if you know anything about being a vegan, you're not supposed to be eating cheese. So they don't even use cheese, but you wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even know it, I promise you. Go there and tell them Keisha from Believers in Real Life sent you and you will not be disappointed. I promise. Thanks. Hey, listener, do me a favor. If you know anyone looking to buy or sell a home in Kansas City, Missouri, send them my way. I'm Keisha. I'm a real estate agent for the Morrell Homes Group within Keller Williams Key Partners. I'm so interested in helping anyone that you know, or even you, follow their dreams of buying their first home, second home, or third home, or selling their first, second, or third home. I'm here for all of it. So if you're interested, go ahead and give me a call at 816-974-7060, or you can email me at Keisha at morellhomes.com. That is Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A, at Morell, M-U-R-R-E-L-L, homes.com. If you don't really want to do any of that and you just want to browse a website, I have one of those too. That is Keisha.MorellHomes.com. Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A dot Morell, M-U-R-R-E-L-L, homes.com. All right, back to the show. Welcome back. That's the question. Yeah. How, like, like that's the question that you got to continue to ask yourself. You got to keep asking yourself, how am I? Okay, you know what? Am I going to fold right here? So there was a story. Keisha, you was talking about stories. I was talking about, I was thinking about this, and I had, uh, when me and Keisha had talked the other day, I was getting ready to spew it out, and I was like, mm-hmm, hold on to it. But one of the things that I was thinking about was Peter. Now, this is a heavy pressure. Peter, he with Jesus. Walked with Jesus the whole time Jesus was, you know, out here doing his ministry. That was three years. He was walking with him heavy. That was his homeboy. That was his ride or die, his ace, moon, cone. I'm your disciple. See me, I'll go. Right? Right. But then at the moment they came and said, do you know him? Didn't I see you with him? Didn't I see you hanging around him? But before that happened, Keisha, this is what was so like crazy to me we get warning warning comes before destruction i've heard that all my life and i believe it warning always comes before destruction right so jesus tells peter hey peter you you talking about who who gonna sell me out you gonna sell you gonna say you don't even know me you gonna tell me you gonna tell them that you don't know me three times before the cock crows and peter like i wouldn't dare Cause he ain't in adversity. I would never. Cause he don't feel that pressure. Ha! Who you talking to? Nah, maybe the maybe John, but definitely not me. I I just cut somebody's ear off for you, my guy. Like nah, I'll, I'll never. It's okay. so easy to do when you're when you are not in it. When you when when everything is going good, everything is going good. Period. Like oh yeah, we good. Like oh we good. We don't have no issue. We good. I'm I'm straight. You my boy. I got you. I'm riding for you, but as soon as something happens, you like, I don't know him. I never met him in my life. Don't know him. Never seen him. I don't know this man. I'm sorry I'm to this sorry man. I'm sorry to this man. I'm sorry. Um, 
India used a really good uh, example as far as working out. And just in, in, in life in general, success literally requires failures, setbacks, and adversity. You need to fail 10,000 times, probably, before you need to go out and get 100 no's before you get that one yes. Like it, And it also builds up your, your, your faith. Not like in the natural, it's going to build up your ability to maneuver through this world without crying just because somebody told you no. But in the supernatural, it's going to build up your faith completely. Like that's so, um, the working out, that was a really good, that was a really good example. Um, yeah. I like how you just kind of segue back to the, the, uh, <laughs> you say, oh, okay, Holly Berry. You segue back to, to the working out. You bypass the Peter. That's all right, though, because you might be a little Peter. Here's now, the thing. Something happened to me, Keisha. Something happened to me. You better not tell nobody you don't know me. Here's the thing. They're going to read it out. They're going to read it. I know that Bible story. I think everybody does, Christians and non-Christians alike. And I feel like you're running in the ground. Not necessarily you, but you can get so used to hearing something that it's like, okay. Like, yeah, okay. So I, that's why I, I've heard it. And uh, yeah, I've heard the story. You might, but, but okay, so I ain't gonna, I don't want uh, to run it in the ground no more. <laughs> However, I need to, I need you to, well, I need us to understand. I get it. I do. It. No, listen, hold on. Past it. Because there's going to come a time where you have to make a split decision. That's the adversity. That's the pressure. Somebody going to be pressuring you to do X, Y, and Z. And you like, typically, I would never do that. But in this moment, that's like the... You gonna take the six six six? You gonna take that six six six? They say you know the six 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 is in the Bible somewhere. Maybe it's not. But Am I gonna take whole, it? Yeah, you know, there's a whole thing that say that you're gonna be marked. Oh, by the mark of the beast. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, mark yeah. of the beast is the six six six. That that now that is in the Bible. I do yeah. know that. But you know, there's these stories that say it's gonna come a time, and I believe it's in there somewhere. I haven't done my research on it. Don't really care to me. I no, let me not say that. I'm gonna do it because you're talking about it. Mm, but mm, mm. there's gonna come a time where you would have to because they're gonna cut you off from all the resources, and that's kind of happening right now. They're gonna cut you off from all these resources if you don't have X, Y, and Z. If you don't have this mark, you are going to get cut off from all types of resources. You won't be able to go. So in that moment. You gotta make. I know, Keisha. Just go ahead. I don't matter. You already got your. You already got the marketing of pieces. <laughs> I ain't gonna pull it. I ain't gonna do that. But I. I I'm not even gonna. Y'all, if you could have seen me, I put my hand on my chin just to listen to this. I'm not going into this with her. She can. She can have it. I'm not. No, you don't have to. I'm not talking about our our circumstances right now. I'm just saying there's going to come a time where that is something that is going to happen and that's just reality whether you want to believe it or not it's a harsh reality it's gonna come and for me in my house i'm gonna serve the lord no but it's you get pressured into certain things because of fear or because somebody told you that like this is the only way you're gonna be able to do it and so it's like okay well in this moment, I got to make a split decision. How am I going to decide? God, you're going to have to guide me. And God has guided people 
to make the decision to go with the yay or the nay, whatever that is. But you at least you asked the father, at least you sought him out first before you decided to make a decision. At least you went to him because he said in his word again, don't be scared. I'll put you in the face of that. I'll put you right there. I told you to go there. Yep. And I told you to, I, I told you to vote for him. Sure did. I told you to do it. Sure did. So, um, also if you go to Galatians chapter six, no, verses seven and eight, <laughs> because what you're, what you're saying doesn't even, move on. Move on it's just, I'm just letting you <laughs> ramble at this yeah, point, but I got to bring it back in. You are, um, but, um, sorry guys, Galatians chapter six, seven and eight. This is my last, uh, verse that I have. It says it's in NIV. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their faith. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will, will reap in eternal life. So while adversity is hidden every single day, we also need to remember that the decisions that we make have consequences. Okay. Yes, and we, a lot of other religions, I think, believe that we have a pretty easy religion because we could just do what we want to do. We have free will. And then we can come back and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And God will forgive us. And so to some uh, from the outside looking in, that might look weak, but that's because we don't consider the consequences or the fact that we will reap what we sow. What you plant is what is going to grow. So yeah. if you are having, okay. if you are having adversity caused by your own hand, Keep in mind, like what you put out, what you put out in the universe or what energy you putting off, whatever, that definitely matters. So just be aware and be cognizant of those things, like how you treat someone as a believer, how you look at people, how you talk about, how you talk about uh, people, how you talk about kids. Um, you just shouldn't do it because it ain't right. Because <laughs> it ain't right. And um, I think we're wrapping up. Are we wrapping up, India? Yeah, because, you know, she won't let me have my, my little ranch, y'all. She won't let me go off on the deep end. I wanted to go off on the deep end. India, so I know that things need to get, need to get done. But and today is not the day to do them. But uh, I want to leave you guys with this quote. It's by, I hope I'm not butchering this, like, this writer's name. Her name is Lala. Delia, Delia, I don't know. But it says, grapes must be crushed to make wine. Diamonds form under pressure. Olives are pressed to release oil. Seeds grow in darkness. Whenever you feel crushed, under pressure, or in darkness, you're in a powerful place of transformation and transmutation. Trust the process. Trust the process. Um, yeah. Life is hard for, is. for uh, everybody, but it's how you look at it. Like, I'm going through this hard thing because I know God has something better coming for me. He is building me up. There is, for all that I've been going through, God got to have something coming for me. And that's how you have to believe, like, have that blind faith. You know what? With you saying that, let me change the fact that I just said. When you said life is hard, and I said, yeah, it is. I got to, you know what? It's life and death in our tongues, y'all. Yes, ma'am. We say a lot of things and agree with a lot of things and agree to a lot of things that aren't positive or not even 
what we want to see happen. Because my life's not really hard. Because <laughs> not like my my life. I've had some hard things happen, but my life isn't hard. Like, yeah. who just, what? No, 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 no. My life isn't hard. We're going to snatch my that back. Is, yeah, great. We taking that back out of this atmosphere because it's life and death in our tongue. And there is no way of this good God green earth that we should be complaining about anything, especially when there are people who's died. And we look at death as it being a bad thing when it's not. You're not here. You're not struggling. You're not sick. You know, whatever the death, whatever the cause of the death was, even if it was a, a, a death that was just a un, it was just a horrible death. Even in the midst of that, we gotta see that we gotta see the God in it. We gotta see the bright future in it, or the 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 sun in it, the light in it, because it's we have control over how we see things. We have control over how pressure or how adversity affects us. I have control over that. I don't have you to do. give that life. Yeah, full control. I don't have to give none of that life. I can kill that with my words by reversing the enemy because this is another story that, uh, before we go, this is another story that God had took me to when I was first thinking about uh, pressure in the fa- or adversity in the face of pressure or pressure, whatever, however it goes, whatever I say. We got you. Adversity under pressure. We got you, though. We, we trick you. Adversity under pressure. One of the stories that God had took me to was when Jesus was on the Mount of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. This was, it might be Gethsemane, whatever. This is when Jesus is up there. Satan is telling him, I'll give you all of this. Jesus hadn't ate in 40 days. He hadn't drank water in 40 days. He had been fasting. You know, he was fasting for us, y'all. He was fasting before he goes to the cross because he knew his time was coming. So Satan is up there telling him that adversity is coming. I know you hungry. Turn this rock into a... I know you I know you want more for the people. You can have all of this. Mm-hmm. Our of our lives just to to gratify himself in the very moment. And Satan had nothing to give him. It was all a dream. It was all an illusion. It was all a facade. And Jesus is like, What? Nah. The Bible says, you know, God said that man should not live off of bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of out of the mouth of God. So he took that thing where Satan is trying to tell him here in his mind, uh, <clears throat> you know, you know you could do, and you you know he ain't gonna come and say to you, know, you know all you gotta do is this because you say you God, you say you the son of God. Why don't you just? And he's telling him this stuff, and, and so he has to combat it with the word. So every negative, we combat it with the word. I found a podcast today that combats every neg- every negative with the word of affirmation, a positive word of affirmation that comes directly from the word of God to kill every doubt, to kill the thought of rejection, to kill, to kill the thought of not being successful. Like all of these things that we would normally, how you feeling today, girl? I, you know, I'm just tired. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not tired. I feel great, actually. Girl, I'm just, you know, I'm just yet holding on. Why are you yet holding on? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why are you yet holding on? Now, this is the part of the podcast, because I know I was kind of, I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling God yet, y'all. I wasn't feeling them yet. I was just trying to get them to come on in. But right now, like to understand the power that we have, the things that we say, the things that we can shift in our atmosphere just by us shifting the way that we think, and the way that we speak, man, listen here. 
you will see things change drastically just because you've decided to think differently. The Bible tells us that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. That means it starts here. My transformation on the outside don't start on the outside. It starts on the inside. Yep. It starts here in my mind. I have to transform the way that I think about whatever it is that I'm trying to, you know, conquer whatever whatever adversity is before me i don't have to look at the state of hardship uh as a difficult circumstance it's a hardship that ain't mine no god listen this is what's before me you said that you was with me all the way so huh here you go you told me don't be discouraged don't be dismayed fear not you ain't gonna leave me nor forsake me here you go this hardship is before me this 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 crazy stuff is before me god this is yours Mm-hmm. I was listening to a song before I got on here and it was called what we have a what a friend we have or no it's called what a friend by Chandler Moore and it was saying everything I'm gonna take it to God with prayer I'm gonna take it to God take it to the Lord with prayer I'm not about to keep carrying this I'm not no no you don't have to keep carrying adversity you don't have to bust because pressure is happening sometimes you might need to bust because it's stuff in you that needs to come up out of you. Mm-hmm. Adversity comes to clean you. Mm-hmm. Adversity comes to make you stronger, mm-hmm. to make you a better you. Mm-hmm. Keisha said that quote that Keisha had read, that was perfect. That was perfect. Man, listen, we don't have to keep fighting a fight that was never ours to fight. Mm-hmm. It ain't fair in no way. We already won. <laughs> Adversity is not, it's not something that you have to wallow in. Like, this is something that's happening. Let me see. How do I want to say this? This is basically, I don't have a perfect way to say it. This is something that's happening to me. But that doesn't mean, like, I have to, like India said, walk outside all hunched over. Like, oh, no. Like, but you know what? It's okay to be sad. It's okay to, like, it's okay to feel those feelings. Like, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Completely all about it. But don't let it overtake you because it's temporary. If you look back at all the things that God has brought you through before this, or all the things that God has brought your mama through, your sister through, everybody through before this, what makes you think he's not going to bring you through this? Whatever it is. And however, the, whatever the outcome is, it's going to be uh, for your good. And it scares me to say that because I do not want to go through anything really and it's not like i haven't gone through things before like i told india earlier we got it out the mud okay like we not spending old money okay the money that we spending is new money and our kids will hopefully our kids and their kids will have old money but we got it out the mud so it's not like we haven't experienced adversity i just don't like it nobody likes it no but i don't have to that's not my life that's not my i mean it's a part of my story but that's not the the end of my story so. There it is. It ain't over. It ain't over. Hold on, wait. Until God says it's over. Listen. Until God says it's over. Y'all, and we know that already. I'm Mac, not in prison. She sounded like she was calling from the county. Okay, I had to bill her out, y'all. She was that's why she was asking for prayer because the 
heifer was in prison. Yeah. I'm just I kidding. Um, we enjoy talking to you every week. Share this podcast because you know, just do it. Share it. I with, mean, somebody needs to hear it. We're only getting better. Um, yes. and uh, we will see you our talk to you, whatever. We'll see you on YouTube and we'll talk to you on a podcast next week. Y'all have a blessed day.